0: All right, Brad, record, man. What's up? What's up, dude? This is awesome. It is, man. I've been, I've been listening to your show for quite a while. We've been uh, interacting on Facebook for like, I don't know shit, months now, right?
1: Yeah. I, the, the first time I added you, you were talking about uh, your fate black uh, your your fate black rods
0: that you broke. Oh, yeah. I think I should, it went up, Hasaki? Yeah. Like no, I, 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 bro- I broke in... Like four of those in the 2019 season. It was it was ridiculous. The only good thing is they kept getting replaced, which you know you can't complain. But yeah. damn, like, you know it's, it sucks when you snap a rod. And it wasn't a big fish that did it, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I broke one this year too. Yeah, it's it, it's,
0: it's
1: uh, yeah. I don't I don't know how I feel about those rods. I mean, it feels good, but
0: I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the like, I don't know. Like it could be a you know set of bad blanks. I don't know. But uh, obviously, there's something wrong with that particular group of rods I guess cuz I got them all from the same place so yeah uh, I, th- I, th- I think that's why it's kind of good to go you know custom or find find a company that you're I don't know can get a little more personal with I guess and you know exactly where the rods mm-hmm. are coming from instead of buying them from like a middleman or something like that yeah th- those custom rods are expensive though man I, I can't I, know, I can't pull trigger on them <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I, I, I did uh, the Elysian rods for a little bit uh but uh I had some issues with those rods too. Uh, I don't know maybe so. From right here, the uh, you know being in a kayak, you know our the way we're sitting sometimes and the way mm-hmm. we we pull back, you know when we get that hit, uh, the, those rods. Some of those rods aren't necessarily built for that, and sometimes they 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 snap the way they do because yeah, they're you know, like, they're meant for like fishing or not meant, but like I mean they're built for guys who are fishing on boats and you know off banks, but not sitting down in a kayak. I don't know if that's true. But uh, you know, some some guy who's probably smarter than I am was trying to explain it to me. But all I saw was a broken rod, and I wanted to get it back. So I, I believe it. I mean, we're sitting
1: like super low, to, low and close to the water, so it, yeah. it makes sense that they they break for that reason. Yeah, I know. I I tried, or I broke my fate black, trying to boat flip, like a 19 inch uh, largemouth in a tournament, mm. and the uh, the tip just snapped off. I, I I still caught, I still landed the fish and submitted it, but. Uh yeah, my my rod was done, but I I fished with it the rest of the day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, you know I know who you are. I've heard your voice multiple times on uh, the the paddle and fin podcast. So why don't you just go ahead and like, just introduce yourself real quick? Nothing serious, just kind of who you are, what you do in life, what's going on, you know, shit like that.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm Brad uh, Hicks. I'm from the Dayton, Ohio area. Um, like you said, I I do the uh, paddle and fin podcast. Uh. I was the uh, real down segment uh, uh, tournament recaps, and then I uh, switched over to to the uh, final cast product review, and I've been doing that for about a month and a half now. Uh, been doing the podcast thing since June, so it's it's still kind of new to me. I'm getting used to it
0: still, but
1: yeah, having fun.
0: So, what what do you do for like profession and things like that? Like, what's uh, what's what's your personal life? Without getting too too personal
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, I remodel homes uh we used to do uh, custom home building uh before the market crashed back in 2011 i think and then everybody went their separate ways then i kind of ran into my boss again uh 2012 and he he was like yeah i got a remodeling business started up so uh you want a job you want to come back i'm like yeah dude heck yeah because at the time i was just detailing cars and i hated that job yeah, I was doing that all year round. I was, went the winter time. It was like 20 degrees and I was detailing people's cars and washing them and waxing them. And yeah. It wasn't any fun. But now I'm, I'm doing what I went to school for. Uh, I'm remodeling homes. Uh, I have my degree in construction management. Um, hopefully that leads to like my own business someday, I guess. Nice. So, as far right. as that goes, that's all I do.
0: All right, well, this is a fishing podcast, so how do we get into fishing, and how do we end up in a kayak? <laughs>
1: uh, how did I start fishing? Uh, I, I guess with my dad. I mean, my dad and my uncle. I, I know my dad and uncle used to hit different lakes across the uh, state of Ohio when, um, when they were uh, younger. And uh, they, I would tag along every now and then, but they'd hit all these different lakes. I, I remember going to some of them. I remember hitting the Maumee River up near Lake Erie and all that kind of stuff. Uh, going down to Kentucky Cave Run. I got some stories about that, me falling asleep on the boat while my dad caught a muskie, <laughs> that kind of thing. So I, I basically have been fishing my whole life. We For a while there, we did take a break. It, it seems like, I, I it seems like ten years I, we went without fishing I don't know why it was either I might have been sports and my dad was our baseball coach and stuff growing up so that that might be a reason why but I would say around 2011 I moved out on my own got my own uh apartment started river fishing and like got addicted that that's all I do now ninety nine percent of the time um yeah it, I, I I got like four or five rivers in this area like 30 minutes radius from where I live where I can just hit five of these rivers at any time so that's that's awesome yeah. um the kayak thing I I started fishing in a kayak in 2013 or 14 I can't remember started with a pelican sit-in trailblazer yeah and then moved up to a perception access 11 and a half sit on top and i i didn't have that one long i hated it and then i moved to a old town predator in 2017 i, I loved that boat that was a great river boat uh the the uh, mx model that's what it was that was the riverboat dead loved it fished that up until um april this year uh won won my first tournament in it and then was given the opportunity to be on a fishing team down at one of our local paddle shops. So he he put me on the team and then got me into a Bonafide. Uh, they helped me get onto the Bonafide team and I haven't looked back since.
0: Right. Okay. So so, so um. Well, how'd you how you get up on the uh, the paddle and fin podcast? Is um. I mean. Well, how, uh, how, how, do you, how do you get on the team, man? Like, I, I I didn't see any applications. They weren't, you know, how do you do that? I just done my own podcast. It sucks. Oh, yeah, that's
1: what I did. I, I started my own podcast with my buddy, Zach Correll. He does a Yak Legion podcast. Yep,
0: yep. I just talked to him. We've been talking for a few months, too, as well.
1: Yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I started out with him. Me and him did that for a month and a half, maybe. I can't remember. And then Brian started talking to me and that he offered me like the tournament segment part and stuff like that so um
0: yeah it's it's been fun yeah well how how has your how was your uh, 2019 season did you compete a lot this year i probably competed in
1: uh i have maybe four or five in person events and then i did the rest uh, kbf like monthly challenges
0: monthly challenges <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I love doing those. Those are fun because I can hit the river right, right down by my house. And <clears throat> I would have won one month, but I forgot to sign up. It was the time that our whole paddle and fin crew were coming back from Dale Hollow. Yeah, uh, that was the day before the deadline for registration. Well, I, I didn't think anything of it. I was just driving home. I sold my kayak right when I got back from Dale Hollow. Like literally, right when I got back. So it just completely like left my mind. I forgot. But ended up being my five biggest fish in October would be would have been eighty nine inches and in a quarter or something like that. The guy that won it was eighty five, so it's like kind of kicking myself because I could have <laughs> qualified yeah. for the national championship. But I, it's all good.
0: <laughs> off of uh, just the uh, the online ones, the uh, state challenges. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know you could do that off the state challenges. I didn't really pay attention to the. Uh, I've never really been a big fan of the. Uh, not, that, not, not that I'm against them or anything, but they just. Mm-hmm. To me, to me, like if I like when I look when I look at the state, like the the online ones, it's like I like to go fish as many waters as I possibly can when I when Mm -hmm. when I'm not fishing a tournament. So like I didn't like a lot of those guys around here that were doing it. They all went to the same place, the same lake where they knew the big fish were, and that's just what they did over and over again. Which is fine, but I just that just wasn't like my idea of uh, of what I wanted to do the weekend. If I got the time to fish, I wanted to go and experience like a, a new body of water. You know, I, I was doing tournaments. You know, two you know, like one to two tournaments a month anyway. So it was kind of like, yeah, you know, I, I wanted to go out there and do it, but um, I didn't know you could uh, qualify for a national championship through those things. Was, yeah, was it based, I, on, was it based off points, or was it based off if you like? How was it? How did they score those? It, I think if
1: if you have under thirty people, only the the winner gets qualified. But if you have over thirty, then you have the top ten percent. You know, so going forty percent would be four people or uh 40 pe- anglers would be four four people fifty would be cool. five I didn't so, know that <laughs> yeah they they also keep track of your points you can uh uh compete in the um uh i forget what you call it the trail series uh championship but it's yeah. it's, it's 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 they have like three of those different kinds of championships in one so they have one for the uh challenge series
0: all right cool well let's yeah. go back so so what is your part on the uh i, I know you already said it and i've already forgot it and i listen to your shows all the time but you guys got so many shows <laughs> it's hard to tell which one's which yeah uh, so why don't you go ahead and just like tell me like your role with the paddle and fin like what, what your shows are and like kind of what your show's about
1: so i do the uh product review segment now and we we reach out to companies and talk to these people uh uh, if, if they want to send send us baits to use or pro- their product to use we'll uh they'll they'll send it to us we'll try them out for a, a few months and then do a segment on it okay. so uh the one released tomorrow we we did with Arachnet they sent us two Arachnets to pass around the whole group to to use and we got those probably back in August I think it's been a while so i i just i just got that product about a month ago. So it, it went through everybody else. I was the last one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it's fun. I mean, it, it's, it's cool. giving your, your opinion on products and then like our, our goal is not to like keep these products. I'm just going to throw this out there. It's not to keep the products or get free stuff. We, we just want to throw the information out there and then like, we're going to just going to turn around and do giveaways with that stuff for the, for the listeners.
0: Yeah. So, it's not about the free stuff with us. We just is want that, to help people. Is that the only show you do? Cause I, I could have swore you did another one. I listened to one the other day. Uh, are you only doing the uh, the the the, uh, the gear stuff that you're talking about? Uh,
1: <clears throat> now I am. I used to do that tournament recap set That's
0: right. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah,
1: that, that's how we started
0: talking because I hooked you up yeah. with my uh my tournament my tournament director. Just- yeah, Justin. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a cool dude, man. <laughs> I like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he's gonna come on the podcast soon i'm supposed to meet him tomorrow we're doing like some weird uh uh whatever like our, our new york kbf we're doing like some um toys for tots type thing we're like yeah. we, we, take a, we take a kayak to the bass pro shop they fill it with a bunch of toys and then we're supposed to pick it up tomorrow and it's supposed to go to kids who need toys i guess but uh yeah he, yeah he does a lot of cool stuff uh you guys definitely should come up for uh one of our events you'd be pretty Impressed, like he, he, he he's, he's pretty shit high. He runs a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty solid uh, uh tournament trail series.
1: That's what I keep hearing. And then he talked about uh, doing the uh, uh, costume thing while you guys are fishing, guys dressing up as uh, superheroes on the water.
0: I don't do that, but yeah, oh. you'll, you'll be out there trying to catch a fish, and then, like Captain America is coming down, <laughs> coming down. The, That's coming down awesome, the lake, there, or, dude. Or like there was one where someone's wearing like a hula skirt. I don't know, things get weird in this uh, New York kbf events man i'd like to get up there though i think you guys are about 10 hours away but i say ohio is not that far or some parts of ohio aren't that far i'm not qu- quite sure where you're at you're about do you guys um you guys have the same kind of like up here in upstate new york because we got the uh we got lake ontario just north of us mm-hmm. most of us and uh so we get all these uh you know these finger lakes which are like we, they call them like glacier lakes yeah uh, is that kind of what you guys got down in ohio at all because i know you guys got like Erie right above you no. guys
1: uh, yeah, Erie is the big one, but I, I'm near Cincinnati more than oh, okay. anything. I, actually, I'm pretty much in between Columbus and Cincinnati, the southwestern part of Ohio, okay. where where all the cornfields are, <laughs> uh, all the good all the good hunting. Yeah, pretty yeah yeah pretty much. Um, yeah i i I think all of our lakes in this area are man made. I don't know if we have any like natural glacier lakes or anything. Is that why you kind of stick mainly to the rivers? Oh yeah, plus plus the lakes around here. We so the lakes around here are so uh, few and far between. It's just, it's like we have a ton of people, a lot of population, and like four lake major lakes within an hour of me. So those lakes get hit hard. So I I stick to the rivers. I I feel yeah. like it's the best fishing in this area.
0: Now, now your rivers because I we got rivers up here too. Um, but you know I'm, from, I'm originally from like the Florida area, the South, and you know mm-hmm. a, a river. <laughs> The river down there compared to here, is like a creek i mean we have these uh we have like the oneida all these rivers that are coming out of these great lakes i mean they are Mm -hmm. huge like they're 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 big rivers with uh like big bodies of water they're they're big bodies of water and they're deep rivers uh there's some parts of the river that are like you know 40 60 feet
1: yeah
0: uh which is you know different you know where i'm from they're pretty the rivers are pretty shallow like i said they're, they're after being here, they kind of just look more like creeks, than they do rivers. Are, yeah. are your are your water systems kind of similar? Are they are they big, deep type uh, river systems, or are they kind of like the the shallow, um, you know, rocky, small mouth kind of rivers?
1: Uh, for the most part, it's the shallow, rocky, small mouth river. But yeah. the the main river I fish here it gets to almost thirty feet deep in downtown Dayton, and then as you go further down south towards Cincinnati, there there's spots where it gets 60 feet deep but for the most part like all the areas i fish are around five to ten feet
0: yeah well well i you know i I tried river fishing in the kayak for the first time this year it took me about the whole season to get decent at it like i didn't start getting i didn't really start catching fish till about uh and like i started obviously i started in the spring because i live so close to these river systems we got we got we call we got a place called three rivers like all three of these rivers kind of come together and they all go out to the uh the big lake that we have but there's you know these three these three awesome rivers but it took me um almost three to four months of the season like to figure out how to catch fish like in a river um, mm-hmm. w- what makes in your opinion what makes uh, you know fishing a river so much different than fishing a lake like how like what do you see the big difference because like i said it took me forever you, it was it was definitely a different experience for me um yeah. and it took a lot of like you know greg what's his name uh, the jackson guy I had to watch a lot of his videos oh yeah <laughs> Look the wild waters to kind of figure
1: that shit out. <laughs> yeah, Drew Gregory. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I
1: I I think it's current and current breaks. I, that's what makes it a lot different than a lake. Because, yeah. well, you're gonna have a little bit of current in a lake, of course, especially with creeks coming in. But and, well, and like main main lake points and stuff. But uh, river current uh, river current break, like if you have like a quicker moving river and then like the water is rushing around like a big rock or something. And it causes like that slack pocket of water behind it.
0: Right. Or
1: you get, you have like a bend in the river and then the outside bend, uh, that's where the current will be. you the, the inside bend is where you're going to be fishing. Like you, you, you want to fish that line right there where the water looks like it's moving fast, where it meets the slow non-moving water. That seems like that's always the best area to catch those fish. All all year round, actually, if
0: you can find a deep enough hole. Like, I mean, you're doing this shit on the move, right? So, I mean, it was a little easier for me once I got the uh, the pedal drive on my on my Jackson. Yeah. Um, what about you? Did you have a, a pedal drive on your uh, on your no. modified? No,
1: I don't have a so, pedal drive or anything.
0: So how do you do it? How do you <laughs> like? How do you stay well, still and fish these like these these uh you know moving bodies of water? There, and, you know, I'm also looking at the, uh, the you know the 2020 season like we got yeah. a. Uh, a KBF on the, ah, shit, that river in uh, Pennsylvania, Sasquatch, or, oh, Susquehanna River? Susquehanna River, and I'm looking at that, I'm trying to figure it out, but you, I'm looking at the, um, you know, the, the you know, off, off of maps, you know, the the overhead view uh, of the river, and, like, you actually see some of these rapids, and I'm like, you know, how do you get into a pocket and, um, you know, something like that, and, and fish an area hard when the, when the yeah. water's constantly moving, you know, like, it's, like I said, it's not like the lakes where, like, you you find the flats, you find a grass area, and I'll hang out in that, you know, that that place for hours, you know, mm-hmm. throwing a, uh, you know, a chatter bait or something like that until I get a, you know, until I figure out what they want. What are you doing in the river? So some of the times you you have to wear or not, you don't have
1: to wear it, but you can tie a rope around your waist and uh, attach it to your kayak. Get out and wade. You could, like, if the water is like one to three feet deep you can get out and wade and fish that right kbf rules you're allowed to be wading in a river your your kayak just has to be in in your sight but that's what i do most of the time and then other times when i want to fish like the calm slack areas i will i will go downstream and then come back upstream into the slack area i'll sit in that slack area kind of like up against the bank uh the spot that comes to mind is about six feet deep where i fish um i I, i'll hit i'll cast it from every angle i'll cast parallel to the bank and then i'll just fan cast keep fan casting uh you can sit in that calm water and throw into the current and uh just let it bounce going downstream so that's mainly what i do
0: yeah when i started doing like i would actually i'd find like a place you know i'd find what what we were talking about with the rocks and you would see the uh the break of the water in the stream and i would put uh i would go ahead and i would anchor like past that and then i would throw into the current and then i would have it drift down yeah you know i would throw something like a crank bait and i try to bounce it off the rock or structure or whatever i saw that was doing it but yeah i would like i would anchor off the uh off the uh the side or at the uh the riverbed or whatever and i would i would anchor there and i would throw and i would usually get my bites as I was coming, you know, across the rock or the structure that I saw, uh, mm-hmm. the only problem is that half the time I lost my anchor. <laughs> yeah. The, the, those things are dangerous in the river. You gotta be yeah. careful. We well, gotta be very careful. Like the first time I did it, um, uh, it was, a uh, it was the water was a little rough and like the actual front of my kayak, like started going mm-hmm. into the water and I'm like, well, that's yeah. just not good. I'm, I'm going to drown. Uh, so I had to fix that. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I had, I had a lot of challenges. What, now what do you look for when like, you know, say like the spawn, like what, what are the fish doing like during that time of the year? Uh, so I'm looking for uh, like a le-
1: in a lake. You know how you look for like flats and stuff like that. Yeah, it,
0: the grass and the creek and the creek uh, channels and things like that.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll be looking for a flat like that. Like, there's a spot that I have where it's a it's just like a rocky gravel flat, and it, there's like really no, uh, like cover for them to relate to or anything it's just yeah. all gravel on the bottom i've actually waded through there but I, I usually take kayak out there but uh yeah the the rocky bottom um up against the bank is some riprap. so I, I don't know if they hug tight to that during the spawn or not yeah. uh usually during that time those fish are are like a far cast out away from the bank though so I, i'm looking for that uh, well let me see one one to four feet deep uh rocky bottom gravel not big rock or anything something right. where they can like you know fan fan the crap away but uh yeah make sure there's no current
0: either yeah in that area that, yeah i mean that's kind of what I, I i kind of look for areas that are like um they're kind of for, like br- branches off the river if yeah that makes any like sense. protected areas yeah like the current's not gonna be up there. it gets a little bit calm um mm-hmm. usually I had a lot, I had a lot of luck there, but for some reason, I can never find the big ones. The big ones are always a little bit deeper um at least you know yeah. in like the rivers that I fish but uh you know the r- rivers that they're kind of new to me and like they kind of give me a hard time and I, I know that this year there's gonna be a few of my tournaments that are gonna be actually on the river, and I definitely want to figure out like you know at least a way to approach it like how how to attack a river yeah, um, but yeah,
1: man, i. The, the, I would say like the first three or four years I fished the river, man, I, I got skunked so many times. Yeah. And over the last two or three years, I think like my river fishing has like jumped to like greater heights than it has. It, it's, I'm actually like learning a lot more than
0: I did when I
1: first started. It's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a big difference, I think, between the two, like fishing a lake. Yeah. And fishing a river. Uh, I, to me, I could fish a lake all day. I could, you know, I, I feel like the fish behave differently. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I feel like whatever, I mean, fish, they behave the way they do, but like in a lake, it's more predictable for me than a river river. I'd like, like water is just moving the one way. Like, where are you guys at?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They'll, they'll point upstream in that current. It's weird too. In the summertime, like I've heard guys catching them in six inches of water and they're just bouncing like grubs on a eighth ounce jig head right through that water and catching huge smallmouth in like July. I'm like, I can't get that to work. Like my mind thinks six inches of water. I should be able to see that fish, but that's not, it's not true at all. Yeah. The, they blend in so well with the bottom. It's crazy. Yeah. I, so, I don't know
0: what the deal is. So what are you looking forward to? Cause, uh, you know, 2019 is over. Um, fishing slow down. I, you know, you can go down to the, the spoiled South. They're still fishing, but you know, up where I'm at and probably you're up, up here, the water's already starting to freeze. Uh people are already starting to go out and um, you know, measure the inches and get ready for ice fishing. Uh, what are you guys doing in Ohio right now? Playing Xbox. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude, I I would go out in the wintertime. It's just I don't have the cold water gear to do it. And I, I just don't I don't wanna take a spill and you know yeah.
0: I stopped fishing when Pat and the Finn started having episodes about cold water survival. That's when I stopped fishing.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. If I had a dry suit, I would get out there because I, I don't know. You 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 probably know the name Kurt Smiths. He's yeah. out here. In Ohio. Uh, he he catches hybrids on the Ohio River. It, it like it makes me go nuts. I want to be out there catching them too.
0: Yeah.
1: But I don't have the gear.
0: That stuff's expensive. No, that uh, well, it's expensive. But like like I don't mind spending money because I love fishing. But like yeah. But I'm not gonna spend money for like a month. Yeah. up here the water freezes like it's ice fishing is gonna be here in the next week or two so what mm-hmm. you you spend like a thousand dollars for a you know don't die in the cold water suit and it's yeah. and you put you put it up the next month you know you use it for a month but you know I usually quit fishing I my mean, hunt season here started in uh, September 27th and then I fished a little bit in the first few weeks of October and then I went straight to like I went straight into uh, hunt season and mm-hmm. uh, I haven't fished since uh, early October. But to be honest with you, after like my 2019 season, like I was, uh, I was kind of ready to stop fishing because, yeah, you know, like I, I mean, I fished hard this year. I did uh, anywhere between like one to two tournaments, sometimes three tournaments in a month. Uh, you know, I'm fishing three to four times a week. Uh, like, b- you know, by September, like, after we did our uh, our our New York State Championship up here, like I was done. Like, I like I didn't even want to finish it because like because like, it was a two it was a, it was a two day tournament. Uh, I pretty much skunked the first day. And like the only reason I went up the second day was just because you know you, you had so much time invested with these guys and like yeah. you know you made some good friendships and you know it's always good to drink a beer with a friend after uh, you know after after fishing you know an eight-hour tournament um and so that's the only reason but like that whole tournament I was just I was not I was like dude I'm so tired of these I'm so tired <laughs> of fishing right now I don't you know like like there wasn't a bass in that lake that could get me like excited about being there like I was really just yeah. there just to hang out with my bros um yeah yeah, my sisters too but you know just but i I was so happy for the uh, the season to be over with and right now uh yeah i'm still taking some time off and i'm not i'm not even gonna really touch my fishing shit until i would say late january early february and then i'll really start planning for the uh you know the 2020 season because i'm gonna gonna hit that hard this year where are you where are you at right now with fishing
1: uh for next year uh i am just gonna stick local i think and maybe do
0: one k b f event uh up at uh
1: East and West harbor on lake Erie uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I'll, be, I'll
0: be there for that one that, that's gonna really? be a, yeah that's that's part of the uh the northeast and uh oh, I've, heard, right. I've yeah. heard great things about that place man yeah I hear it's super
1: shallow and really weedy so that that's well, 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 well i heard I heard it's epic.
0: I, I heard it's like uh it's just one of those places that just produces big bass mhm yeah. yeah. I
1: I haven't been up there, but I hear the stories, and I've been wanting to go up ever since. So I, I'll probably hit that one. Um, I, I'm I'm a, kind of a budget fisherman, so I, I'm not I'm not tr- I'm not trying to become a professional with fishing, you know, like a lot of these guys are. Not nothing wrong with it, but it's just it, it, I just I love fishing, and I just don't want like the competitive competitiveness to like ruin it for me. So. Yeah.
0: That, that's fair. Me and uh, yeah. like I, I did a, I did a podcast with your boss, your <laughs> yeah. ringleader, Justin, just before this, uh, we, and we we were talking about it like last year we like we and him both went really really hard in the paint. Yeah. Um, you know, like everything was dedicated. Like, and I was telling him like uh it was like uh it was a cold day in October and I was fishing in the mouth of a of the Salmon River up here, which is uh you know, we have world class salmon and stillhead fishing up here. Uh, you know, people come from all over the world to, to fish these rivers around my house. And I was out there, like, trying to catch this little bass. And mm-hmm. like, there's, like, three or four, like, john boats, you know. And you know, I, next thing you know, these guys fish on. And <laughs> this, fish, this fish is pulling this john boat around the base, you know, the, the, the mouth of the river. I'm like, what does he have? And he pulls up this huge-ass steelhead. I'm like, dude, Dang. I want to catch one of those. <laughs> and I, I'm looking at all my small, you know, my small tackle compared to what they had. And it's just like, you know, things like that I realize is like, you know, yeah, it's fun to uh, you know to do the, the whole company, you know, the tournaments and the KBF, uh, and your yeah. local scene. Like, I love. It. I had a great time, but like sometimes you get so like focused on that that you forget about how like fun fishing is, and like uh, yeah. you miss out on like just good experiences. You know, like you know, we have uh, world record tiger muskies, in, you know, Tisco Lake up here, and it's like if I was to catch a, you know a tiger muskie, I'd be pissed off because I wanted to catch a bass. I'm not out, <laughs> here, to, I'm not out here to catch a, a pretty-ass tiger musky, or I'm not out here yeah. to catch a, you know, a huge-ass northern pike. Like, I want to catch a, a smallmouth or a largemouth so I can put that thing on my on my, uh, my catch board and take a picture <laughs> and, and then post that shit on Instagram, and everyone will be proud of me, you know? But uh, yeah. you know, But I got, I'm kind of like, like – I, I want to compete, but I also want to have a good time, and sometimes it's hard to do when, like, you know, you tr- you're, you're driving eight hours to go compete, and you forget the fact – you're. You got the opportunity to drive eight hours to go fish the new lake and then yeah. and, and to have a new experience and, and you you know you put too much into the competition part that you uh you don't have any fun. Like I didn't have fun at some of the, the tournaments I did this year because if I didn't catch a fish, I was absolutely heartbroken. I was in my kayak crying, texting my wife, telling her I was sorry that I wasted <laughs> I wasted yeah. my money and I wasted time away from you guys to be here to uh you know to, to skunk or something like that. And that, that really wasn't the point. The point was like I was down at a new body lake having a good, I should have been having a good time. Yeah. I, I
1: think that's why I like the monthly so much is it, it gives me the tournament aspect, but I'm not like stressing about it, you know? Right. So I have, I have all month to catch a fish and compete. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's the reason why I like them.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, uh, I think, uh, now that I know that they get points, <laughs> but like, you yeah. know, I just, it's just like, I don't know, everything was geared toward the, uh, you know, the KBF trail and the New York, uh, KB, uh, KBF trail that we had up here mm-hmm. that, uh, I think next year I'm going to slow down. Well, I don't think I'm going to slow down. I think I'm going to pick and choose my battle. I think, uh, you know, unless you have like all the time to, um, like, I mean, like when you go to these tournaments, like some of the guys have been there for almost two weeks pre-fishing, yeah, that's crazy. living out their, living out of their camper, you know, they got, they got all the gadgets, um. And whatever, like they're they're just in a place in life where they can do something like that. Me, I'm lucky if I get two days pre-fishing. I'm, you know, like yeah. usually only you know, get. I, usually, I, I you know, I'll travel at night. I'll get there at like some ungodly time in the morning. Not sleep. Go pre-fish for like four or five <laughs> hours. Go set up a tent. <laughs> sleep. Next day, um, you know, go hit it and try to win a tournament. <laughs> you know, compete with guys who've been there all week who know. Yeah, like everybody, you know, every part of the water, they know what the you know they, they've already figured out a pattern. You know, it, it is what it is. That's just that's just where I'm at, in life, But uh-huh. you know, same thing. It's, it's just what happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, know? I I didn't pre fish for any of the tournaments I did this year.
0: <laughs> it's tough, right? I mean, like, yeah, you, you got a hard you, dude. Got a puncher's chance, but I mean, if if a guy goes out there and he pre fishes and he figures out the pattern and nothing dramatically changes in the weather, he's probably gonna win that shit the next day. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it's
0: it's it's a grind. That's for sure. Yeah. So you're not gonna you're gonna you're gonna hold off with some of the competition. Are you um uh, are you are you gonna be doing any uh, like big trips? Like I know uh like um Brian was saying like he wants to go up to like Alaska and like and do like some big events like that. Like, is there anything that like you're trying to look forward to to kind of like enjoy the next season? Uh, the, he there is talks within
1: paddle and Finn that uh. Uh, of doing that trip, the Alaska trip that you mentioned, but I, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I might go down for the, uh, national championship, uh, represent Pat on fin. Uh, I won't be fishing it of course, cause I suck. <laughs> yeah, It's yeah.
0: <That's> like my <laughs> only goal this year and I failed miserably.
1: <laughs> Me too, man. But it is what it is. Um, dude,
0: fish is hard. Yeah. Uh, let's see.
1: We, we, uh, I usually go on a guys trip every year. Um I usually go with my uh, uh wife's cousins and uncle. We go down to Dale Hollow, so I'll, I'll probably do that again, a yeah, weekend trip. Uh there's talks of some of us at Paddle and Finn going up to Michigan and hitting like a a river up there. Uh maybe St. Clair, I don't know. We'll yeah, we'll have this, to see.
0: I think this year like we cause we have the the Adirondacks up here, which is like just Oh yeah acres of like just wild wild land uh, a lot of lakes big lakes small lakes um they have like a lot of like primitive camping sites mm-hmm. which is you know they're just like they're like somewhat plain camping sites they have like a fireplace but like they're they're just i mean they're out there in the wilderness like just yeah deep. like i remember uh, me and my wife one time we had to like from the road we had to hike like 12 13 miles just to get to some of these Holy but they're on, the, they're, they're on the lakes and like, i thought you know like i wanted to do it this year but I got so I got so um, focused in like the tournaments that everything I did was based off whether it was going to a tournament or, or preparing to go to a tournament. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get I didn't do it. But like there's there's so many of these areas, and I think this year you know what I really wanted to do was uh, you know grow a bunch of camping gear, put it in the back of my kayak, and go to these different campsites, camp you know fish all day, you know camp and. You know, sleep under the stars, you know, in a, you know, in a, you know, a little tent or whatever. And that's what I really want to do. And I think next year I'm really going to try to do some of these, uh, these primitive campsites where you just load your kayak with you know as much camping gear as you, you know as you possibly and safely can, and just go out there and just like, you know, grind it and rug it out like you know, like that'd a band, be cool. You know? Yeah, be badass.
1: Yeah. How how far are you from Big Indian?
0: Not far. Um, if I'm not mistaken. See that the problem with it, when we say Indian, there's a few of them. There's like mm-hmm. Big Indian, there's Indian. So I'm not sure which one's which, but the furthest one that I know is like close to. It's close to Lake Placid. That's probably about three hours, three and a half hours. And we have got another one that's like two. The Adirondacks itself are probably about the foothills of the Adirondacks are probably about an hour from mm-hmm. me, and then it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and deeper into like the high peaks as you you know the, the further awesome. east you go. Yeah, dude. Like that's uh, to me. There's a place up north called um, on the northern western side of the Adirondacks. Cause the Adirondacks is huge. Like if you think about how like wide New York is, yeah. the Northern portion of uh, New York. That's how wide the uh, the Adirondacks are. It covers yeah. up like the whole the whole area. Um, and it's just it's huge. But there's a place called uh, Cranberry Lake, which is on the northwest side. It doesn't exactly have like the uh, the high peak mountains that like the Lake Placid area. Cause Lake Placid that area mm-hmm. has like the uh, what they call it, I think the forty six which is like all these peaks that are like above 46,000 feet or 4,600 feet. I can't wow. remember. Uh, they're, just, you know, they're all the, the big the big mountains. Uh, but they still got mountains over at, um, you know, Cranberry Lake, but it's a big lake and it's just, it's got like, I know that I did a, uh, they got a 50 mile trail that goes through them all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 50, a 50 mile trail, I'll tell you how big a thing. That's just like, it's like a line that's 50 miles long. I mean, it's just acres and acres of like just wild country and you can just, you can go from one part of the lake and just be all by yourself, you smallmouth, largemouth, northern pike, um, you know, just out there just fishing and camping and you know, not a care in the world. Like that's that's something I'd really like to do this year. I'd really like to get like maybe like two or three or whatever, as many guys as I possibly could and just go out there and just just have fun.
1: Yeah, that that's that cool, man. Yeah, I, I love areas like that. <laughs> Beautiful areas like Far away from civilization, we, we yeah. don't get that in Ohio. Yeah, that, that that's awesome.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that would be like my goal for 2020, as well as the you know, I definitely want to compete this year. But I'm like you, like last year, kind of like it, it kind of took me to the bank. <laughs> you know? Yeah. My wife's like, you know, I thought you were gonna win a tournament or two. I'm like, I know I let you down, <laughs> but you know, it's yeah. just like, it, but it gets expensive after a while, you know. Like I was talking to someone about it on my other podcast, but like a, uh, you know. Let's just say I think I think the KBF trailster, I wanna say they were seventy bucks maybe per tournament. That could be all seventy five? Something like that. 70 dollars. Yeah. But you're not just paying for the tournament, okay? So depending on where it is, let's just go ahead and we'll say a hundred dollars in gas. Mm-hmm. So now we're at hundred and seventy bucks. You know, you can like and I did like I would just bring food. That's still what, $20, 30 bucks to eat in like two or yeah. three days. And plus you're gonna go to the uh the after event, and you're probably gonna get a beer too at a restaurant, and probably get a sandwich because you haven't eaten in eight hours, and and, and lodging, so. camping. Yeah, because even lodging, because yeah, you could stay at a hotel, which is really, which would be the most expensive thing you do. Or, yeah. You know, but even a campground. When you add it up, like I think the cheapest campground I had today was at Lake Anna. I think it was twenty five bucks a night. Mm-hmm. I stayed two nights. You know, that's fifty bucks, and so we're getting closer to like three hundred dollars, and we haven't even included the gas yet. Yeah. you know so like these yeah. these, these these tournaments at the minimum I would say cost me about four or five hundred dollars
1: but I can't imagine what it's like for those guys fishing the pro tour
0: either. Oh, dude, that's, that's another like couple hundred <laughs> yeah no because uh yeah that's crazy yeah, I, I did because I did I did a tournament and one of the guys I became friends with uh he uh he did the tournament and I think it's like a hundred something dollars I think they do the pro right I think it's 200 the it 200 yeah but it was yeah yeah I mean, if you don't win anything, like, that's a, I don't know. Like, I hate to base it off that, but like, everyone say, like, oh, you should go there and have a good time. But in the back of your head, you're like, I hope I can just cash a check and kind of like. Yeah, you have you know, to. If pay you're serious. Off, about pay this it. off just a little bit. Because the thing is, like, my goal was to go to the national championship. So if I just would have won, just just placed well and won, my season would have been over and I could have gone to the national championship. I just would would have focused on the, uh, the local. Um, the local series because they don't cost me much like it's like 40 bucks a tournament um most of them are within two or three hours yeah no big deal um but you know you go down to the kbf and most of those are anywhere between eight to four hours away i think the closest one was four hours the furthest one was eight hours this year they kind of fixed it where i think most of them are pretty close to me uh, yeah they, they broke down the regions a little bit better i think this year but
1: yeah I, uh, Ohio's kind of like in the middle of uh Northwest and central, so it's it's kind of tough for people in Ohio this year,
0: yeah but my same friend that did the pro he's from Ohio and he he does northeast and I think he's still gonna do the northeast because where he lives in Ohio it's just easier it's yeah I think did they break is your state like broken up like that where like some of it's part of the uh the northeast and some of it's or if it I don't it think the so northeast. yeah I think
1: it's all northeast okay, yeah. I mean,
0: Ohio's a big state, I mean.
1: Oh, yeah, it's it's big, huge. <laughs> uh, the closest one, though, like I said, was East and West Harbor, and that's three hours away from me, and that's probably three, three and a half, four hours from Cincinnati. Well, you should do
0: that one, and then you should do the Lake George one because I'll be at the Lake George one for sure. And, and, I don't and, know. Where's Lake George at? Lake, Lake George is about um... – it's like Central New York, I would say, close, like in the middle of the state, kind of, like right close. I would say pretty close, not too far from Albany, maybe. I don't know; I could be way off. Um, <clears throat> I gotta, ch- I gotta
1: check to see where this is. I, I'm kind of curious. I, I've never Lake George, New York. Um, it looks like it's uh 10, 11 hours.
0: Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'll meet you. Susquehanna's <laughs> not that far though. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that one. Uh, that's gonna be a tough one for me though, because like I said, I'm not really that um, like comfortable with rivers yet. Yeah, that that would be a cool
1: one to go to. I, I I've heard I heard that's a legendary uh, fishery. Yeah, smallmouth too, right? See, that one's still eight hours away. Yeah, smallmouth.
0: Yeah, you're you're in a weird yeah. spot. Now, are you close to like the uh, what Lake St. Clair? All the other stuff that all those. Uh, I thought there's a part of Ohio like. Where all the like, those big like some of the bigger name fishermen fish up there on the uh, the Erie Lake, right? Yeah, that's
1: the uh, nor- northern Ohio near Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. No, I'm not near that. It's three <laughs> three and a half hours. That which isn't, isn't bad. Though. I'm I'm gonna go up there. I think. Yeah. But St. Clair, I think you can get there for. Yes, I man Saint
0: Clair. Yeah, Saint Clair. Like that's like on a bucket list of mine. It's a pretty popular spot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Saint Clair is like three and a half hours from my house. Too. Yeah,
0: a lot of a lot of people made some bank there this year too. Yeah,
1: yeah. A lot a lot of huge fish caught at that Hobie Bass yeah. open stuff out there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so with the uh, you know the paddle and fin like, what is like the uh, what's going to be like the goal for the uh, 2020 season for you? Um. I haven't even thought about it. You know, I've just been
1: like, all right, know, like,
0: go, I, go, go. <laughs> that was kind of the weird thing about starting this podcast. Like, th- like I'm, I'm starting it, like, like we're all just, like, kind of burnt out. Like, 2019's <laughs> over. Like, let's, you know, let's let some shit freeze over. Let's You know, like, I wasn't going to start this thing to the spring, but on my other podcast, I have so many anglers come on. I'm like, I got to separate it because, yeah. you know, I got to have variety on the other show. But it, it's just so fun to talk to uh, people who fish and hunt because – you can talk hours about that kind of shit, but yeah, know, I'm kind I'm kind of like you. Like the season's over. I don't like I really want to wait like a month or two before I even like dabble in like the 2020 season.
1: Yeah. Oh, Brian has some big plans for paddle and Finn, but I can't like say anything about it yet. I don't think it's yeah, not set stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
0: you know, I, I just talked to him, and whatever he says is probably all that needs to be said about it. <laughs> yeah, I I
1: think my my goal with the podcast next year is just to keep putting out content and helping people, I guess. Yeah. 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 That's, I'm not trying to get, get paid from it or anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing I mean, it for
0: fun. You can't really expect anything about a podcast. Like it's, uh, like, you know, there's something kayak was, fishing. Yeah. Because like, you know, you look at like the, the people that are even like pretty popular in the podcast world or yeah. another podcast. world. I'm sorry. In the, in the kayak England world, like, you look at their followers on Instagram and you know, I'm not saying it's bad or good, but like at the most I've seen, it's like maybe besides Chad Hoover, you know, but you know, like I think I've seen someone with like 15,000 followers. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, I do podcasts with uh, guys that are like in MMA and they have like 70,000 followers. And then I did one with like some CrossFit legend and he had like 120,000 followers. So it's just like, the podcast world, or not the podcast, but the uh, the kayak fishing world, it's small. So if you have like a thousand followers, I imagine you're doing pretty good as far as like, you know, that's a thousand some, you know, yeah, uh, you know, kayak, you know, kayak anglers that are following you. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just a different world. It's it's a small world. It's a very tight community. But you know, it's it's not a huge following compared to like other sports or other genres or other things that people are into. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not like bigger than what it is right
1: now. I know it's still growing, but man, I,
0: I really feel like it, it is going to get bigger. I, I think it will. With, yeah. I think with like, like I don't know like the whole politics of like, uh, you know, the, the pro bass leagues and stuff like that, but like, it seems yeah. like a lot of people are getting sick of it. And there's yeah. a lot of like, um uh, you know, anglers that are coming from there. They're going to try in the kayak, ki- you know, you know, the, you know, the kayak bass fishing scene. I mean, I don't know. I don't, but it just seems like even like over this last year, like it's, it's, it's grown it's gotten even bigger. Um
1: yeah. Heck, even when I first started in 2014, nobody in a in this area was kayak fishing yet when I was yeah. when I started doing it. And now it's just like all these tournament trails have popped up. I'm like, holy crap. The Buckeye Trail here, they they average a ton of people every every event they hold. And they have like twenty or thirty events like one almost every weekend.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so I mean, I imagine it's gonna get bigger, but I mean, it, it's it is what it is. I mean, like it's it's fishing out of a, a you know a plastic boat. Like it's some people are into it, some people aren't. You know. It's, yeah, uh, that that's why I got into
1: it though, is because it's affordable and I could yeah. get on the water.
0: Yeah, I think I think if I had to think about like, it, was affordable because you know when I was uh I got into it like when my wife, you know, I found out my wife was pregnant with my son. I'm like, well, shit, I want to get up, I want to come up with a. You know, a hobby that made him grow up and do together. So I was thinking, well, yeah. I've always like I've always like fishing, even though I grew up in the uh, the Gulf Coast and we did a lot of, you know, saltwater fishing. But you know, I'm up here. I'm like, all right, well, I'll start fishing. And so I was like, I was going to buy a boat. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm not broke. I, I you know I could afford You know, a, a decent you know a nice bass boat. But yeah. it was, it's not just it's not just buying a boat, right? Like that's just the easy part. Buy the boat. Yeah. You got to buy all the little gadgets for the boat to be yep. you know to, to be you know as you know efficient as possible, and then up here you can only use it a certain time of year and you got to like winterize it you got to store it and all these things start adding up and only that but like i don't have a lot of friends up here yeah i'm from from florida like upstate new york you know it's it's a different place and so i'm like i don't have a lot of friends so like you know the thought of me trying to put a boat in the water or take it out all by myself i'm like yeah i know it's possible that's got to be a pain in the ass right you know it's just like all these things that go into uh you know fishing out of a boat i'm just like ah it's so difficult and you know, one day I was just, like, Googling shit, and somehow, like, Greg Blanchard, like, pops up on my, uh... He's you know, awesome. On, yeah, he pops up on my, on my, scene on my, uh, whatever, my search engine. I'm, like, looking him up, and I'm, like, oh, this dude's, this dude's having the time of his life. He's crushing fish, yeah. and, like, you know, the kayak, so, like, immediately was drawn to it, and it's just, like, it's... Ch- I would to say it's cheaper, but, like, when you get into it, it's not that much cheaper. <laughs> yeah. <Hey>, uh, <laughs> You know, just... I, I, went, I went from fishing out of like a you know, a Pelican catch one hundred, which was like a seven, eight hundred dollar boat, to like three months later buying a Jackson Kuzo, which is like uh I feel like I spent almost twenty nine hundred dollars on it. I'm not hundred percent sure, it might have been a little cheaper. Yeah. But you, you know, got, the the... Drive I got the pedal drive version? got the pedal drive I got the flex drive. Okay, yeah. Uh so I got that and then I put a fish finder on it, and then you know, I spent about two thousand dollars at six cents. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. get all those fake baits and it just it, it, the money never stopped and so like this year i'm like my goal is to not spend any money on yeah. kayak bass fishing except for the uh you know the tournament fees because i got everything in this corner over here i got plastics hard baits fishing poles <laughs> <laughs> everything you possibly need for the 2020 season heck yeah that's but, awesome <laughs> yeah nuts all right man well shit i think we covered quite a bit we've been on here about Almost fifty minutes. Uh anything else that you can think of? Anything you want to plug for the uh you know coming up season or anything that we need to follow you on or Um Yeah, you, if if any anybody's listening,
1: you could you can follow me on uh, Instagram. I'm under Brad Hicks Fishing. Uh it's spelled H uh, I X, not H I C K S. So I'm on there quite a bit. Um yeah, uh Paddle and Finn. Uh we have an episode every day. Um Shout out to Bonafide and Loveland Canoe and Kayak for giving me a chance. And Yak Attack. I, I I try to keep my uh, my uh, pro staffs at a minimum. I, I don't want too many of them.
0: <laughs> nah, dude, I'm going into the 2020 season with none. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a bad experience last year. So. Yeah, I, I did with a few. Yeah. But it, it's all good. Well, no, if you find the right ones, that's great. But I just, you know it's weird the pro staffs. it's it's a weird scene so it is weird <laughs> i agree <laughs> but yeah I man I, I appreciate
1: yeah oh yeah, I, was, I was just going to say be, being on a kayak team is worth it though
0: it, I, I haven't i haven't had that opportunity i'm like i've had the the small stuff like uh tungsten weights and yeah weird stuff like that so but anyways dude i, I appreciate you coming on like it was finally good to actually have a real conversation with you. Like I've been following you probably since June when you guys, uh, when Paddle Finn expanded and started having more, you know, started putting up more content. And I'm a big fan. Uh, you guys helped me with my other podcast. You guys have obviously helped me with this podcast. Uh, really appreciate it. I'm a big fan of the show. I'm always going to support the show and put the show, you know, and, and and put the show out there for you know do what I can for it. But uh, just want to thank you for your time. And uh, we should definitely do this again before the uh, 2020 season start
1: dude we should i I love talking fishing man oh yeah so you reached out to me i was like sweet let's do it
0: (laughs) yeah all right brother well i appreciate it and uh let's keep in touch yeah thanks for having me on man all right man you take it easy
1: you too